Good morning, world. Today's going to be a great day. Welcome to Play Life Loudly podcast. I'm your host, Abby Halpin, the physical therapist who sometimes wishes she was a music teacher. Today, I'm going to talk about two hard things that somehow feel related to each other to me. Last week in my voice class, I sang a song I'd been working on. I love this song. It's a good one for if you just want to make big sound and have big feelings. Well, I don't know what came over me, but I really went for it in this class. And I channeled some very real life experiences and feelings into those lyrics. And I have to say, I felt like I nailed it. It felt so good, like pouring out feeling of sound, like I was pouring out warm, melty butter. But immediately after the last note, I felt a wash with heat and I was shaky and like trembly feeling and goosebumpy and just the worst vulnerability hangover ever. That's what Brene Brown calls it, a vulnerability hangover. I'm telling you this story because I feel very aware of the fact that after I hit the publish button on this episode, I am likely to feel that way again. (laughs) Because today I'm going to tell you about the discomfort that I am in right now as I speak, how it feels to feel this way, and the story of some stuff that I've been dealing with overall. My hope is that by sharing my experience, someone is going to hear some part of their story and feel like they're not alone. And I think it will also get across why I place importance on certain aspects of my practice as a physical therapist, especially listening and believing and working alongside my patients. Selfishly, I am hoping this will make me feel better. I feel like when I sang my song and really put myself out there, I opened some doors to some new ways of singing and better storytelling than I've known in quite a long time. So despite the inevitable vulnerability hangover that is going to happen, I'm going for it and I'm going to share some stuff with you anyway. So a little backstory to start with. A long backstory to start with. (laughs) I've been dealing with some very odd symptoms for about three and a half years. It started with unexplained left-sided chest pain, left arm pain, and it would make my breath catch. Then I started having shortness of breath and like this feeling that I was breathing through a straw, which is just the worst. And then I started getting racing heart rate and I would have panic attacks. I would wake up in the middle of the night panicking, unable to know, should I be going to the ER? Because clearly I am having a heart attack. Or am I overthinking this and just spiraling? And I would literally pace my room thinking back and forth between these thoughts until I got so tired that I would fall asleep, literally hoping I would wake up. It sounds awful. It was awful. And then I started like swelling. My abdomen was swelling. My face was swelling. I couldn't wear anything that put pressure on my trunk, like a sports bra or leggings, because the, pr- the pressure increased my chest pain. I couldn't work out. Walking at our dog's Sherman's pace was the only activity I could tolerate. I would plan routes with him to avoid hills so that I never had to get out of breath. We, at the time, lived in a four-story, super narrow townhome. It was just all stairs. 
and I would walk slowly up the stairs because getting out of breath was likely going to start this process. It got to the point where I was afraid to be by myself because it felt like these symptoms would eventually flare up or turn into some kind of emergency that I would need somebody around for. This all progressed over the course of two-ish years. I had been to the ER. I had seen a number of different doctors who had tried a few things, but no one ever really shared their thoughts. They just kind of wrote prescriptions and never either had time or wanted to fully explain their thinking. They told me I was young and healthy and fit, and it was unlikely to be anything serious. I heard, you're fine, all is clear, this is just anxiety. These words are supposed to be comforting. (laughs) Everything is fine. But it just felt like proof that either it was all in my head or something scary was happening and no one had figured it out yet. The pattern was the same every time. Chest pain, tight breathing, racing heart, panic, in that order. I worked with my therapist on the anxiety and panic. 10 stars. Would highly recommend. She's fantastic and it was really important work that was, it it will remain important to me. But she and I both knew that the physical symptoms were the thing that was starting me off. And it was a natural response to panic when I would have my chest pain, my left arm hurt, and I couldn't breathe. Seems pretty reasonable to panic to such things. When people say you're fine and you're really not fine, it's maddening. And I have learned it's because they don't know and they don't feel like they're allowed to tell you they don't know the answer. This is a major issue in our healthcare system. So I kept trying to interpret it, interpret these your finds to, well, I don't have the answer. And I kept working. After years of discomfort and panic and trouble, I found a provider who listened. <laughs> And was horrified about what I'd been dealing with. It was so validating. And then she said, this sounds awful. Okay, I have ideas. Let's work through this list together. We're going to rule out the scary stuff first and make a plan to get you feeling better. Magic words. It has taught me and reaffirmed my intention to make real effort to be clear with my patients when I don't know an answer, because that does happen, but that I'm going to come up with a plan to either find the answer or find someone who can. I am never going to say this is unlikely to be something serious without a real backup explanation. And I want all of my clients to know I believe them when they say they are not fine. Okay, back to the story. We did all the tests. My organs look great. Yay. We ruled out all the scary stuff that was keeping me awake at night. And then finally, after we had worked through a bunch of her list, she tested me for mold toxicity. And that was it. The symptoms of mold issues are everything from asthma, anxiety, tremors, panic attacks, allergies, and so, so much more. It felt like everything clicked together. We had had some roof trouble just before this all started. And that's the guess as to what the catalyst for all this was. The length of time it took for us to figure out that this was going gave me time to develop some serious habits around my ribs and breathing and my neck and all kinds of things, uh, which helped me probably to keep me breathing. But now I was having musculoskeletal issues as a result of my respiratory ones. 
So we began the plan. Supplements to assist in the eviction of the mold. And to like support the systems that my types of mold affect, like lungs and kidneys and more. We changed some things with my diet. I got asthma medication and inhalers. I had to very gradually increase the physical activity tolerance. I went to physical therapy. And probably most importantly, we got a brand new house with no mold. I've been working very hard. And people around me have been working very hard and supporting me. And you know what? I am getting a lot better. I can lift weights. I can run uphill and run upstairs. I don't have to wake up in panic anymore. If I feel breathless, I take my inhaler. I'm adding foods back into my life successfully. The progress has felt both so slow at times and at others, it feels like bursts of feeling great. I focus on the things that feel better, even when they don't. When I have pain, I'm aware of the fact that I'm in pain, but it doesn't last as long. Or I can do more before I feel like breathing is hard. And this has been a huge mind shift. Very helpful. So recently, I had about two weeks where I had no pain at all. This is the first time in years I could just move around my day without even thinking of it. It's just the, oh, the freedom. It was like the pie chart of my brain had opened up to be filled with whatever else I wanted to fill it with because a huge slice of the pie didn't have to be active anymore. But then, dramatic pause. (laughs) This weekend, I had a giant disheartening plummet on the progress graph. I tried something in my workout that had set things off in the past And as I was doing it, I literally said, hmm, this might not go well. But I was feeling so great and kind of curious, so I tried it. And it felt great. I felt strong and I felt capable. But then afterward, I was having a lot of chest pain. My left arm was going numb and it was cold and white looking. Um, My chest felt tight. It was hard to sit because it it felt too painful to ask my muscles around my ribs and neck to like hold me upright. I couldn't sleep. I was running out of breath while I was talking. Yesterday, I drove to an appointment and I had to pull over halfway there to get myself together so I could keep driving. Totally sucked. (laughs) I am feeling a little better today, which is why I can sit here and record this episode for you. But I wanted to share a long inexhaustible list of things that my brain thought during this time. You ready? Seriously, this is messed up. No, but come on, I was feeling good and this should be over now. I should not have to deal with this. I think this is my favorite one, as though I'm like somehow immune to the condition of being human. (laughs) At least I'm not panicking. I'm so glad I have PT tomorrow. I just need to tell them what's happening without crying. Just state the facts. Okay, I'm crying now. Okay, I think that helped. This sucks. I guess this is my life now. Am I back to the beginning? Did I just mess up all that work I did? Well, at least I'm not all the way back at the beginning. I am not dying. Okay, I'll do my exercises again and then ice. Does this heating pad get hotter? I have a lot of work to do today. This is really not what I need. It's the one nice day of the week and I can't do anything. Maybe I'll just sit and watch TV. Oh, I can't sit here. This hurts. 
I might as well go walk outside if it's going to hurt anyway. Okay, just 10 minutes of work and then you can go lay on the floor. I can't believe I'm still dealing with this. Why is this floor so comfortable? I fell asleep here. I guess that's good. Okay, don't demonstrate neck movement. Just tell him what to do. Ah, I forgot that that hurts to do. I hope I can sleep tonight. My eyes are doing that stinging tired thing. Okay, if I prop my pillows up like this, it doesn't hurt to breathe. I wish my PT could have seen how well I was doing last week. I hate that I have to tell her how bad I feel. I am tired of this. This is part of the process. It's good information for the next steps. Screw information. I don't care. I was doing everything right. Why is this happening? Okay, this is a faster recovery than I've had before. This is good. I know this is temporary. Okay, that's a lot of thoughts, and I'm sure there are way more. And I'm not sure how much the actual thoughts help to hear. I hope so. But I do think it's interesting to see how fast I would switch between feeling optimistic to pissed off, to very practical and tired, to wishing for things to be different. And how much I was really attempting to self-talk my way out of this. Today, I'm feeling about 90% better. The last time I attempted the reason for this setback, it took me months to see progress. So now that I'm feeling better, I can see that clearly. And I am back in the keep working the plan, things are working side of things. But I could not see that when I was in pain. Pain is the most distracting pie slice (laughs) there is. And it certainly takes the fun out of things. I'm wondering if you've had similar experiences. I'd love to hear from you. What I'd really like for you to come away from this story with is that you deserve care from someone who hears you, does not interrupt your story, believes you, and works alongside with you to make sure a plan is made to change your experience. Because we all need you feeling good. The world is better when you are healthy and happy. And the world is better when you're being you. If you enjoyed this episode, please share with a friend. Feel free to give it some stars if you like. You can subscribe on Spotify so you get a little reminder when the next episode drops next Tuesday morning. And until then, Porte fam, let me know what you need.